Hello everyone. So today we are going to start the book The Last Girl by Nadia Murad. So first of all I will read the foreword by Nadia's lawyer then I will start the chapter. Hope you will like it. Foreword. Nadia Murad is not just my client. She is my friend. When we were introduced in London, she asked if I would act as her lawyer. She explained that she would not be able to provide funds. that the case would likely be long and unsuccessful but before you decide she had said hear my story in 2014 isis attacked nadia's village in iraq and her life as a 21 year old student was shattered she was forced to watch her mother and brothers be marched off to their deaths and nadia herself was traded from one isis fighter to another she was forced to pray forced to dress up and put makeup on in preparation for rape and one night was brutally abused by a group of men until she was unconscious she showed me her scars from cigarette burns and beatings and she told me that throughout her ordeal isis militants would call her a dirty unbeliever and brag about conquering yazidi women and wiping their religion from the earth Nadia was one of thousands of Yazidis taken by ISIS to be sold in markets and on Facebook sometimes for as little as $20. Nadia's mother was one of 80 older women who were executed and buried in an unmarked grave. Six of her brothers were among the hundreds of men who were murdered in a single day. What Nadia was telling me about is genocide. and genocide does not happen by accident you have to plan it before the genocide began the isis research and fatwa department studied the yazidis and concluded that as a kurdish speaking group that did not have a holy book yazidis were non believers whose enslavement was a firmly established aspect of the sharia this is why according to isis warped morality yazidis unlike christians shias and others can be systematically raped indeed this was to be one of the most effective ways to destroy them what followed was the establishment of a <clears throat> bureaucracy of evil on an industrial scale isis even released a pamphlet entitled questions and answers on taking captives and slaves to provide more guidelines question is it permissible to have intercourse with a female slave who has not reached puberty answer it is permissible to have intercourse with the female slave who has not reached puberty if she is fit for intercourse question is it permissible to sell a female captive answer it is permissible to buy sell or gift female captives and slaves for there are merely property when nadia told me her story in london <clears throat> it had been almost 2 years since isis genocide against ayazidis had begun thousands of yazidi women and children were still held captive by isis but no member of isis had been prosecuted in a court anywhere in the world for this crime evidence was being lost or destroyed and prospects for justice looked bleak of course i took the case and nadia and i spent more than a year campaigning together for justice we met repeatedly with the iraqi government United Nations representatives members of the UN Security Council and ISIS victims I prepared reports provided drafts and legal analysis and gave speeches imploring the UN to act 
most of our interlocutor told us it would be impossible the security council had not taken action on international justice in years but just as i write this forward the un security council had adopted a landmark resolution creating an investigation team that will collect evidence of the crimes committed by isis in iraq This is a major victory for Nadia and all the victims of ISIS because it means that evidence will be preserved and that individual ISIS members can be put on trial. I sat next to Nadia in the security council when the resolution was ad- adopted unanimously and as we watched 15 hands go up Nadia and I looked at each other and smiled. As a human rights lawyer my job is often to be the voice of those who have been silenced. the journalists behind bars or the victims of war crimes fighting for their day in court there is no doubt isis tried to silence nadia when they kidnapped and enslaved her raped and tortured her and killed seven members of her family in a single day but nadia refused to be silenced she has defied all the labels that life has given her orphan rape victim slave refugee she has instead created new ones survivor yazidi leader women's advocate nobel peace prize nominee united nations goodwill ambassador and now other over the time i have known her nadia has not only found her voice she has become the voice of every yazidi who is a victim of genocide every woman who has been abused every refugee who has been left behind those who thought that by their cruelty they could silence her were wrong nadia murad's spirit is not broken her voice will not be muted instead through this book her voice is louder than ever amal clooney barrister september 2014 thank you for joining me